Hi everyone, this is Ian Clayton on Wisdom's Echo, a podcast by Origin Gate. It's really great to be back with you today. Looking forward to um, starting to extend some of the series that we've been doing and I think I've concluded the one on faith now and I want to I want to start getting into a subject that I've always found fascinating and very real and very interesting just with regards to questions that have been asked by people and primarily those that influence um, our lives regarding the questions and the answers we get and one of the most questions I've been getting is is who are we where do we come from like were we according to scripture were we were we available or were we in another realm before we were here on the earth because the word says that Yahweh knew us before we were in the womb and all of those kind of things and so I've had so many people ask me questions over these things that I just thought it would be time for me to start laying out a foundation just for some of this so that we all get a great um, understanding of who we who we are and who we were before we were in the earth and what our role was and what our, um, our main ambition was. And so as we work our way through some of these today, it's going to be interesting for you and interesting for me to try and succinctly put this in a large public audience. I have talked about this stuff over and over and over over the last four years and it's amazing to see people in our tribe starting to get hold of this and starting to realize that they are more than what they've been been given to believe they are and who we really are and where do we come from and all these amazing wonderful things that of course are all stored in the word but we've never really had a foundation for them to be laid or we've never heard or we just don't know or we have no comprehension of any of that anyway. So my my role really is to, first of all, bring an awareness of some of these things to the fore so that we can begin to realize who we are, our responsibility, our role, the mandate that we've received from the Father to facilitate here on the face of the earth, and actually what our role really is, because we don't really know who we are. And I say this all the time in conferences that I do, we, we don't understand who we are. We have no uh, consciousness and no awareness of the implications that Yahweh has in who we are and what we are within the whole realm of the universe that exists around us in the role that we play as a son. And so today I'm going to just kind of start talking about some of the stuff. Um, first of all, I want to clarify something very, very clearly here. Um, you know, I don't have a spirit being. I am the spirit being that has a soul and that lives in the physical body. And I think one of the biggest fallacies we have is that we think we have a spirit. Um, you know, I can remember in church age when I was in a local body of people, we would pray and engage and and we got to the point where we started to command our spirit to stand and arise and be strong and, and all these wonderful things that sound deeply spiritual until one day Yahweh said to me very clearly in one of these meetings in the middle of me going, rise up spirit, I command you to stand. And he said, just said to me very quietly, if you are the spirit being, who is commanding you to stand up? Maybe it's your soul that's still in charge because you've never assumed responsibility to tell your soul what to do. Your soul is still so busy and through the, the effervescence of your Christianity and the way you've done life as a spirit being, you think you have a spirit and you are not. You are the spirit being. And for me, it was quite a shocking revelation that, that Yahweh engaged me with to undo some of my intrinsic belief systems and the things that I had thought about, things that I thought I knew and 
and and you know the I would describe it as the spiritism of Christian life and the way that we did things because everybody else did them and it sounded spiritual and it sounded great because we knew nothing else. And so I really had to um, begin to look, first of all, at my language, what I spoke about myself, what I thought, and then actually begin to change what I say. Because out of the abundance of heart, out of the abundance of heart, the mouth speaks. And so whatever was in my heart was coming out of my mouth. And what I would come out of my mouth is what I believed. And so um, I began to look at this whole process for me to engage with who I am as a spirit being. And so I, I first, of, first of all, I had to actually change my language going from I have to I am. And when I talk about me as the spirit being, my identity, I became filled, not my spirit was filled with the presence of Yahweh. If anyone who says my spirit, they're not referring to themselves in first person, they're referring to themselves in second person, which means they're an observer of their spirit being. So the only one that can observe your spirit being is your soul. Now, I've done a teaching on dividing soul and spirit and the importance of that fa faculty that Yahweh has given us to separate the enslavement your soul has had over you as the spirit being to keep you shut down, captured in a little environment and to be able to supply what the soul needs to live and carry on in, in its existence that has done all the years of its life until you got born again. And even while we are born again as well, we still have these issues with who we really are in the outworking of some of that within our life as, as a believer. And so often in conversation with people now, I just listen and they say, oh, my spirit was, or, 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 or I, in my, in my spirit, I was doing this instead of in me, I was doing this. And I know it's, it's what they, some people will say, it's straw picking. But I just think it's very, very important to recognize who we are and to understand that I am the spirit being. I am the primary entity of this of this realm that I walk in. And so I, I am the spirit being that has a soul that lives in a physical body. And I've said this at conferences over and over and over and over. But still, it's it's very difficult for people to change their belief systems because of the metronome, the continual ticking of the unconscious and subconscious memories of the patterns that we've learned from others that we thought have been right. And that's okay. But my biggest issue now is that the necessity to change that, to engage with the blueprint for our day instead of looking always to what we used to do in another day that made us seem spiritual or gave us some sort of power to become something. You know, I never reach back into the past any longer. I am not looking back to find my security in what Yahweh might be doing. The only way you can find out what he's doing is to reach forwards. Yet so many people today are still reaching back, still trying to get the revival from yesterday to manifest today. And it's not going to, sorry. Yahweh has a new thing unfolding today and we need to get to grips with what that new thing is and begin to precipitate it. And the first place we need to be starting actually is with ourselves we need to be looking into who we are in the framework of what we've established around our lives things we've just assumed and so in conversation with people they would i would hear people and they would in conversations with me say things like oh i i felt i felt my spirit move and 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 then they'll go on as though they're observing their spirit being doing something and again, this all that stuff is in second person, which tells me you're not the spirit being, or you are, but actually you don't know who you are, 
because you're only observing something and you're not being the first person in it. And so I've had to succinctly look into my own um, dialogue and begin to deal with my dialogue and who I am. I am a spirit being, you know, and let's, so let's just talk about this quickly here. Really fascinating that, um, you know, in, in, the, in the word we find, you know, he, he knew me before the foundations of the world, before they were framed, I was there with him. You know, we have all these scriptures that kind of go through our head when we try and um, bring an alignment to what goes on around us. But because of the law of first mention, where someone has said something that you have thought has been right or has been the part of the spirit life that you've experienced, we, we just carry on doing what we've always done. And we've got to change what we're doing because we're not getting what we need to get to get what needs to be done, done. And so the first thing is realizing who I am. So so I am a spirit being. So as a, as a being on the face of the earth, I come into this body and I get entangled within the framework of this physical environment as a human spirit. And so very slowly, the framework of the reality of who Yahweh is begins to wane inside of me until I just become the human spirit that sits dormant inside the soul and the soul uses me to to supply what it needs and engages from me what it needs to experience its life on the face of the earth without my direction being given to it and so it just carries on its life and so when I get born again I cease to actually, in my belief system, I cease to have a human spirit anymore. I now become God-spirited. The reason I say that is God himself comes into my spirit being and engages with me and ignites the record on the laver of the glory of his presence and the seat that sits inside of me. The moment I get born again, I actually receive what I, do, what I would describe as I become God-spirited. My spirit, the being that I am now has become uh, central to every function that Yahweh operates with within creation. Even though I may not realize it, even though I may not experience any of those things in my in my life to this day, it, regardless of that, you are now God-spirited. So the first framework that we need to get into our belief system is that when I get born again, Yahweh himself abides in my spirit in who I am as the being. I become this being fully manifested now so that I am now able to engage in first person so that when I'm engaging in a in a corporate setting, I am doing this, not my spirit was doing this. I am. I am always in first person. And so it's been a journey to undo my language and the things I've always done and always said for the last 40 years and undoing that language has also helped me frame new language for what I do when I engage with creation itself. So the second thing that I think is really, really important is, is to understand that um, when I came into creation and as I touch the seed in the womb of a woman, I am the one that breathed my soul and eternal being into existence. I believe personally that your soul is framed by you and made by you through the, the breath that you carry as a spirit being as you engage with a physical realm here with the seed in the mother's womb. The last act you do of breathing is to breathe your soul into existence with your last breath as a spirit being. 
And so um, it's been really fascinating for me over the last number of years as Yahweh has begun to speak to me about how to breathe as a spirit being and the necessity for us to engage in that in that process to begin to walk through to be able to engage in the and I'm going to say this word here engage in the alchemy the alchemy of framing physical substance into reality and it can only be done by by us as a spirit being becoming who we are and then through our physical body being able to touch the physical world and frame it and so we create our soul as the mediator for who we are so that as a spirit being as the spirit being inside the soul through the physical body we are then able to engage and touch the world that is around us and touch the earth and touch creation you know ricky had a really amazing revelation which i am you know what's his is mine and mine's mine you know how it goes okay so anyway i just thought that was funny but um this this amazing statement which is really help clarify some of these things and that is that creation will reflect back to you what it sees in you so it can apprehend the full reality of what you are becoming so that it can become something different by reflecting back to you what it observes within you and so as we begin to take our position with regards to being a spirit being we actually have to begin to subdue our soul and this takes work. Like this is not something that's going to happen in a prayer line and somebody going Sunday Bundy be blessed on Sunday and you think it's all going to be right on Monday. Alyssa, it just doesn't happen like that. This is a continual work and a process that we need to go through to separate our soul and spirit. And the word says this, these word is sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder the, the um, soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrows, and is a judge of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And we need to recognize that the first process we need to go through is this dividing. And I have done teachings that are available on my website about dividing soul and spirit. I would have done them 15 years ago to be able to try and inspire men and women to come to a point of being able to apprehend who they really are. If we begin to get this, if we begin to get that I am the spirit being and my soul serves me as my mediator so to, with my body so that I, through my body as the spirit being, can actually touch the earth, everything will change. And for me, it's this process of change that is so, so important. So as we walk our way into the journey over the next number of weeks, we're going to go right into the book of Genesis and begin to look at who you were before you were in the earth, what you received, and how your journey now is being walked out in creation. I hope you enjoy the next ensuing series. This is Ian Clayton signing off for Wisdom's Echo. Have a fantastic afternoon. Shalom.